0: Welcome to the Wilco United podcast, a video conversation for Gen Z. In each episode, we will unpack a kingdom truth, challenge a cultural lie, and give practical wisdom for following Jesus in your generation. Yo,
1: thanks for joining us for today's episode. Hey, this whole season, season one is based on this phrase, a collision of cultures. The world today has a radically different message on the topic of identity than the message of Jesus and His kingdom. And as followers of Jesus, we can't expect to follow Him with our whole hearts if we're taking our cultural cues from the world. So today's conversation is really designed to help you. My name's Adam Narciso. I'm here with my good friends, Ashley Butterfield. Hey, guys. And Daniel McLeod. How's it going? We've been chopping it up on this topic of identity. We've been hitting cultural lies, coming at them with truth. Yeah. Yeah. But today we're gonna get a little more personal. Ooh, come on, come let's on, go. let's go. We're, we're gonna let the water level of our life down. <laughs> we're gonna see a little bit more of the iceberg. Yeah. There you go. Do you get that? Do you get that metaphor? Yeah. You know, oh, Titanic. Iceberg, you only see the top of it, you know, above mm. water, but underneath it's like huge. Yeah. Titanic. There's so much more. Right? Jack, don't let go. Like the whole thing. You know. Like, <laughs> so we're letting the water level do- down. We're gonna see more of the iceberg. All right. We're gonna see more of the real Daniel McLeod. There you go. <laughs> More of the real Ashley Butterfield. Let's go. <laughs> all right, all right. So what we're trying to hit is like, there are these low places in us, places of weakness, insecurity, mm-hmm. that that you know, as God transforms us, as he renews us, as he makes us who we really are. Yeah. Um, he, he adds his strength to us. Yeah. And so I'd love to hear from you all, like a place of weakness that was met with God's strength because of the truth of identity. Yeah. Mm. Mm.
2: I'd say for me, and I think this kind of goes a lot for, I don't want to say all, but majority of girls is this feeling of needing to be like seen and loved by a man. And if you're not, then there's something wrong with you. Like if a man's not pursuing you, then like, oh, I'm not pretty enough or I'm not good enough or I'm not cool. Like all these different lies the enemy comes and attacks us with because for whatever reason, a man being present in our life, pursuing us makes us feel that much more alive or on top of the world more valuable
1: huge uh, huge but like okay when was the first time you felt that lie like age oh my
2: gosh um I think probably as soon as I was interested in boys so probably like 13
1: (laughs) young you weren't interested before 13
2: uh no I didn't have any crushes before then
1: but in 13 Ashley started hollering (laughs) There you go.
2: I was homeschooled for a lot of life and uh (laughs) yeah I moved 20 times so until I went to middle school and, oh you know, we're surrounded by people other than my brother and sister. Then, yeah, yeah I guess I started having crushes then. Okay. But I'm sure it happens sooner for other people.
1: I, I think both sexes can identify with that sense of needing to, like, be, you know, have a love interest mm. in order to have a sense of value. Okay, yeah. so c- Continue.
2: So I actually, the Lord really wanted to teach me on this one. So we went through, like, a three and a half, four year time of complete singleness. Like, I wasn't being pursued I, the first, you say years, we, we, like, we, as in me and the Lord, oh thought, <laughs> me, myself, and I,
1: <laughs> me and, me Holy and Spirit. My 14 identities. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, you're right. I'm glad you caught me, me on myself that. And I. <laughs> <laughs> well, I say, cause the Lord was teaching me. So yeah. he was doing this right alongside me, but it started and it's around the age where like all my friends are getting married, having kids. I was 20 yeah. when this started. So it was like, it sem- seemed like the stakes were that much higher and I was going through the season and all the lies of the enemy, all the rejection, all the feelings of like, what's wrong with me? Right. Why am I not enough? And the Lord was showing me through the season of like how one he pursues me like he loves me. He died on the cross to know me. He died on the cross mm. so that I could be with him. And because he loves me that much, he did the ultimate mm. pursuit because I'm the desire of his heart. So he wanted to teach me. Not to fulfill that place of my heart with humans, but to fulfill it with Him first. And so it was this whole long, like, I mean, just countless hours of like, God, why am I single? God, what's wrong with me? Like, thinking my identity was wrong, my value was wrong, that I was missing something until I learned to be so solidified in Him that like I could be okay if I was single the rest of my life or if not. Like, you know, it was one of those things where I had, He was teaching me that I was chosen and that I was chosen by the ultimate, ultimate chooser. Like the one who yeah. created me and loves me and died for me where no humans died for me. Mm-hmm. I mean, no, no man has come and like got hit by a car to love me. You know, like there's just yeah. things that humans don't do for me that the Lord wanted to show me that his love was going to fulfill me more than anyone else.
1: So, okay, huge, powerful, beautiful, rich, I love it. How did that practically affect you?
2: Oh gosh, a lot. Because um, a lot of the time, it was the learning process of like, okay, I'm not skinny enough. I'm on a diet. And then the, the enemy comes and tries to turn that into an eating disorder so that right. I can be skinny enough so that I'm pretty enough. Or it looks like and, looking- and this is
1: important. You're a Christian while this is happening, oh, right? Oh, yeah, yes. So it's it, not yeah. like, oh, this is the days before Christ and no. I used to struggle with eating. and right, right. It's yeah, like, this- <laughs> fully walking with Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. And, the,
2: and it, I was so susceptible to the lie of the enemy because I was being led by the lie of the enemy. So then he was able to come and hit me so much harder with it. Right. Mm and so i i mean yep, Sam, that was believing one the enemy's
1: lies makes you vulnerable to his attack
2: yes okay mm-hmm. so yeah that's one
1: ways it affected you what's another one
2: um another one would be that i was like seeking the approval of man and if someone didn't like me it was like my whole life is rocked sure. like i'm right some i mean it goes back to the people pleasing we were talking about but in like this deep mm-hmm. way of like man, what, what's going on with me? And again, is this like the constant feeding of the lies of like, my goodness, what, like I'm, I'm not enough. And it like just rocks my life, you know, tears or whatever else of thinking, you know, the enemy just come in after me in deep, deep ways. So I guess, I don't know, the enemy just kept coming harder and harder. Describe
1: the confidence and the strength that was added to you.
2: Oh my goodness so much night and day, like a whole new person I can. Yeah. The Lord just knowing who he is, it really took this time of learning. Like the Lord is going to be the one to satisfy my soul and learning how great he is. I was able to walk in so much confidence and like walk in a room and not be worried of like, who likes me or if I'm good enough, or if their like, you know, opinion is going to affect me that day, but I can actually like do the things the Lord's called me to and not just be doing the things that everyone else is doing, but like be able to say no to even good things to focus on the things God wants me to do. And it just like was this whole mind shift rock of like, okay, I can walk with the Lord and be confident because he's the one who chooses me. I'm chosen and I'm loved and I'm enough because he says I am. Wow. Yeah.
1: Wow. Completely. I mean, me, I don't let, even know how awesome. to Let make me ask sense. you: from the time you began to sense that pressure to the time where you felt like the Lord's reaching for me, He's helping me see who He is and mm-hmm. who I'm in Him. How long was it before there was like considerable breakthrough where you can like you can say, "I'm walking in a, high, a much higher measure of peace and strength in this area." How long was that fight?
2: Hmm. I think the the real heat of it was about two years long. Wow. So the first two years was the most, like, I guess the hardest. Yep. And then it was like, I mean, the Lord was with me from the beginning of it, but it was like the first year was when I was on the world race, which is a year long mission strip program. And I was on the world race. So it was like, well, I can't date anyone. I'm, you know, doing missions. So it was kind of like in the back of my mind, like, oh, I wish I had a man, but all at the same time, like I'll be okay. But then when I came home and it was another year of it. And then I'm like, okay, now this is like a whole new level of like, there's actual opportunity, but I'm not getting any of it. So it's like just another deeper layer of it. Because before then, I mean, I was in a relationship. I don't think I was ever single. We'll put it that way. And so it was like a whole new life change of like, okay, what does it look like that I am chosen when I'm not actually being chosen? Because I was like, before that, I, not in a cocky way, but like, I just was never single. And it also hurt me really bad because I was with a lot of bad people or a lot of people who didn't know how to treat me well, because they didn't know their own worth. So they didn't know how to treat me with the worth that the Lord had given me. So I actually got like even more deeply hurt being in those constant relationships than I was being single. But the Lord had to go to the root, like the depth of my heart to actually like heal it and bring bring fruit to it, bring life to it.
1: Mm. One of the things, there's so much powerful, so much that is powerful in the story, but one of the things I hope Mm -hmm. by a lot of people hear is that it's in this season as you're taking aggressive steps to God, world race, mission trip, you know, like pursuing youth ministry, you know, like giving your whole heart to Jesus. It's in that very season that all of this weakness is uncovered. Mm -hmm. A lot of people go through that and they feel like, I must not be in God's will because I'm feeling so crappy but like you you are pursuing God's will and the, and it's like it's uncovering your weakness. Yeah. And it's almost like the mercy of God. And he's like, yeah. now that you see your weakness, I can be your strength. Yep. And yeah. so if someone's listening, watching, they're feeling God uncover them in this season and you're pursuing him, it's not a sign that you're not on the will of God. It might be the sign that you're in the heart of God's yeah. will. And yeah. he wants to be your strength. He wants to meet He wants to fill That's that right. low place.
2: 2 Corinthians 12, 9. I held on to this verse so tightly for this season of life, but it says like, in my weakness, he is strong and his power is perfected in weakness. So that means the more weak I am or the more weakness I mm-hmm. allow the Lord to use, the more of his perfect power is going to be shown. Super and I feel good. like even now we're seeing, I'm seeing that full circle of like, I'm seeing his perfect power in the fact that I'm chosen yeah. and that I'm chosen by him.
1: Really mm-hmm. good. McCloud.
0: So my man. Question again? No, oh, we just talk so about okay. the low place. I mean,
1: yeah, well, yeah, yeah. right. Like yeah, yeah. it's so good, but it's like the low place yeah. that got me to sin, and and begins to lift us out of it because of the truth of identity and who we, you know, who He is, who we are in Him. Yeah.
0: Um. I just kept on thinking back to, um, you know, I, kind of my my background is, um, you know, grew up in a strong Christian family, um parents were pastors, and saw God move like just crazy growing up. Yeah. Uh, Went to high school, um, had had a little bit of people-pleasing problem. First half, second half got on fire, and then um, uh, went right into full-time ministry pretty much. Yeah. Just um, doing Wilco United and seeing God move through other ministries. And um, I remember like just amazing – like, honestly, I look back and I'm like, wow, I'm blessed. I'm really yeah, blessed. Right. Um, and uh, honestly, a, a real pivotal low point, though, that happened was um, basically I had been invited out to share at a gathering in Dallas, Texas. And this this gathering was a big gathering. And um, it, well, it was, it was like 2,000 people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I go up there and they tell me. Right as I'm about to walk on stage, hey, make sure that you walk off on this side of the stage and walk out that side of the stage because actually this is going to be, this is more like a TV show rather than a conference. I was like, what? This is like two, 2,000 people here. And like, anyways, um, I walk and I said, okay. And they said, this is actually live streamed to like 400,000 people. <laughs> oh my God. And, they <laughs> me, and then they just send me up there. I'm like, M-B-D. oh my <laughs> oh my gosh. So I, I go up there, you know, shares is awesome. Like- Powerful story. Um, and it, it was actually a women's conference. Yeah. Anyways, get off the stage. Someone pulls me and says, hey, your whole life's going to change after this. And I was like, what? And he's like, yeah, everything's going to change. And I get out and then everyone wants autographs and signings and all these different things. And um, basically the the leader of the gathering basically sits me and my friend down who did this, this um shared, and she just said, hey, look, I have, I have the fear of the Lord of whoever I bring on onto this this um, this stage, and she said, y'all's life will probably forever change, and she said, everyone's going to want to write a book with the story you just told. They're going to want you to be an author, want you to do, um, but, and it may be an influencer, but what this generation um, doesn't need is another author, speaker, or writer unless the Lord is calling them to, that's not necessarily what they need. What they need is someone being fully faithful to God. And so she sat us down and had this amazing conversation oh mm. and told us this and, um, I, and kid you not, like everywhere we went in Dallas, everyone wanted signatures mm-hmm. and it was just a whole different flip of, oh my goodness, this is crazy. Like that my life is actually changing right now. And, and, before going on that stage, I would have told you that I had the character to hold that. Yeah. Like the character to be able to take that. But after I went through probably about three or four months of probably the lowest point of my life where I was in this internal battle between my flesh of wanting to be popular. It was also a women's conference. A lot of women, you know, you know, Hey, would you take my daughter? Oh, so was the soccer moms that were hollering. (laughs) You know, and, 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 um, you know, just, just all this opportunity, you know, you could, I had this real strong temptation of, you could just, you know, you should just go and travel and speak and write a book and this will actually grow the ministry back home. Like I had these different thoughts in my Mm -hmm. mind of, why don't you do this? Why don't you do that? And, um, I was just, I literally was open and vulnerable with, um, my team and my parents and, um, other, other spiritual leaders. And I just was like, look, like I'm going through this. And I just was like, this is all placed before me. These are all good Christian things. You know, like a lot of times we can look at a Christian walk and we try to end up like we make it a cheaper version of the world and try to climb this ladder of success. Yeah. And that's not what it's about at all. But at the same time, I was convincing in my mind, no, if I did this, Mm. if I, if I did do this, I could actually reach more people for God, Mm. you know? And, um, I, I was, I was believing, I found out in myself that, um, I wanted eyes on me. Yeah. I wanted, um, not eyes on God and I wanted to do it in the name of God. And I was in this crazy struggle and, um. And so, uh, like, kid you not, I, by the grace of God, um, the the people who hosted that conference, like, hid my contact um, info and stuff, which was really amazing. And they said no to, like, 500 author <laughs> signing deals. Wow. And, like, people that wanted me to go share. And they only let me talk to one person. Um, but it was like this. It was God's protection, but at the same time, I was struggling with this idea of I had to be great before man yeah. in order um, to maybe be loved by God or, or do great things for God. And I think that um, and I thought that was something that was completely beat in my life. Um, but I, I realized that all I need to do is wake up every day, love God with all my heart, all my soul, all my mind, all my strength and love mm-hmm. my neighbor as myself. And, um, it, it translated to, um, me just saying, saying, um, you know what, I'm going to be faithful to what, exactly what the Lord's called me in this season mm. and see what had happened was this, there was so much perversion of social media and cultural and cultural pressures and Christian culture and pop culture and all these different things of what it looks to be successful is you have tons of followers. You make big impact. You have tons of you. You gather thousands of people, and so I had succumbed to this lie um, that um, my identity right would be uh, what that my my identity is to be pleased by to please man. Yeah. And um, anyways, with all to say, there was a shift. Yeah, and in that shift, I um, just said no to all those other things. And I rem- I was reminded of all the thing of, of the original purpose of how we even got there. Wow. And it was, I want to be a missionary for this city mm. and I'm planted here. I'm staying here and I'm not going. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. And I was also reminded of her words of saying like, how are you going to reach the next generation? It's not necessarily doing what everyone else does. Like, You have to be faithful and true to what exactly he calls you to do. So anyways, that was, that was kind of super powerful, really tough. I was really depressed. Yeah. Like, and really I was, it was horrible. It was a horrible four months.
1: I think for both of you and both of your stories y'all shared is what's insightful is that the things that you were longing for, like at least reaching for on some level, aren't inherently evil, right? Like a relationship yeah. or like influence to lead people to Christ, a relationship to glorify Christ. In. And what can happen is when the enemy plays into our insecurities and we're indeficient in our identity in Christ, we begin reaching thee for these things as like a primary place of sustenance. Yeah. Rather than secondary. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right? So yeah. like two become one, but it's like two already made whole in Christ that yeah. come together and make one. Right? Yes. Yeah. Or like influence isn't inherently bad but when when we want that we put a christian bow on it i want to lead people to jesus using my great social media influence or whatever it is it's like all of a sudden it becomes self-serving right and i think for our audience to hear is that it's possible like watch out for that watch out for those places where you might be having to convince yourself that something is really really good and from god because Mm -hmm. you can maybe attach maybe a scripture idea to it But instead, like, check your heart. Yeah. Yeah. Check the motive of your heart. Right. Yeah. And check are are you reaching for something because you're deficient in Christ in some way? Yes. Super huge. Yeah. So good. Thanks for letting the water level down, guys. Absolutely. Absolutely. You saw the iceberg. Yeah. (laughs) Absolutely. Thank you.